This episode was previously recorded using our old podcast name. To find out more about why we decided to change our name, listen back to episode 32 entitled, Why We Changed Our Name. Hey everyone, it's Joseph from Kings and Queens. Great to be with you. We are taking a short break from our regular episodes, and I had the idea to do a little mini-series talking about naming and praying through disappointment. So what we're going to do is we're going to take five episodes, and our goal is not to free ourselves from disappointment, but rather to learn how to process our disappointment before God in an emotionally healthy way that leads to our formation into the image of Jesus. So if you still feel disappointed at the circumstances of your life by the end of the week, don't worry, you are not alone, because the goal of these five episodes is just to learn how to name and pray through the disappointment that we feel in our lives. So that being said, you are no stranger to the chaos of our world right now. We are in an absolutely crazy moment. From COVID-19 still raging to the protests surrounding the ongoing injustices of systemic racism and white supremacy, which plays into the political and economic collapse we see swirling around us and so much more. And all of that doesn't even begin to speak of our own personal chaos of employment or sickness, despair, anger, grief, or numbness, frustration, and the compassion fatigue at everything going on in our world. Seems like every day we log into social media or turn on the TV or text a family member or a friend, something new is surfacing in our world that causes unrest in our hearts, emotions, and even our bodies. And if we're not careful, we can easily respond to these events by ignoring what we're feeling. We numb ourselves with screen time or Netflix or working, eating, online shopping or whatever, and we ignore the moment and ignore acknowledging it for what it is. So again, my goal in this little mini-series is to spend this week offering a few thoughts around the idea of disappointment. For those of you who know for those of you who are monthly supporters and know my story, you'll know that even before all the craziness of 2020, I had been going through a really challenging season personally in relation to vocation and ministry, job loss, and financial strain. Then after COVID-19 hit, I lost my job again and have been unemployed for the last three months trying to find work. Amidst all of the genuine beauty that has come out of this time at home with my family, I have an unshakable feeling of disappointment that's permeated most of my thoughts as I spend undistracted time alone. I feel disappointment with God, disappointment in myself, disappointment with the circumstances of my family, the grief I carry about the world around us, disappointment with the loss of dreams and security and income and more. So I wanted to practice what I preach by naming and praying through my disappointment, not just offering some bumper sticker Christian answer of God is sovereign and he's working all things together for good, but actually naming my disappointment for what it is 
and submit my disappointment to God and wait for him to act. So each day this week, we're going to talk briefly about disappointment and offer time at the end to pray through what is what God is doing in us. We'll look at questions of why, feelings of comparison, getting stuck in cycles of disappointment, and end by offering a roadmap for the long journey through disappointment. So to frame our week, let's start by looking at what disappointment is. So there's lots of ways you could define disappointment, but for our purposes this week, I just want to define it as unmet expectations. So maybe you had expectations of how your life would look at this stage in your journey. Maybe you thought you'd be further along in your career or be married or have kids or those kids would be different or your bank account would be better or your body would be different. Maybe you thought your journey of faith would have looked different and you would be further along than you actually are. Maybe you're struggling with the same sin or addiction and you're wondering when freedom will come. You had expectations of what you thought would happen, and those expectations do not seem to have been met. What's wild to me is that even the divine gets disappointed. God himself gets disappointed. Have you ever thought of that? Remember in Genesis during the Tower of Babylon story, God, in the midst of all the injustice and evil and the rebellion, looks down at humanity with grief in his heart. He is disappointed at the state of his good creation. Adam and Eve had failed him. Their kids had failed him. Their kids had failed him. And eventually he gets so disappointed that he decides to to end the whole thing with the flood, which is just a crazy story that we don't really have time to get into. But instead of killing everyone, the text says that, quote, Noah and his family found favor with him. And God decides to spare this one family and completely start over. But even after all that, they fail him. We see this pattern of God having a long string of disappointment after disappointment. And humanity is not living up to the expectation that he had for them in Genesis 1 and 2. Now fast forward to Jesus, who is the perfect representation of the Father to humanity, the image of God. When we look at Jesus, we see the Father, and even he gets disappointed. How many times did Jesus say things like blind fools or hypocrites, brood of vipers or evildoers? Even to his own disciples, he called them slow to understand and little ones and a foolish and twisted generation. Think back to the stories of the Gospels. Imagine how much disappointment Jesus encountered, from failed miracles to stubborn towns to slow to understand disciples. Disappointment marked the life of Jesus. And there's so much more we could talk about and we'll get into this week, but today there's really only one thing that I want us to take away from here as we start this mini-series, and that's this. God knows our disappointment. He feels it deeply. He has felt it and he continues to feel it with us. In fact, the Spirit himself is groaning with groanings too deep for words. Imagine the depth of emotion that causes the very Spirit of God to groan so deeply that we don't even have words to describe it. 
God knows our disappointment. So as we close, I want us to spend a few minutes in prayer. So whatever you're doing at home or in the car, washing dishes or on a walk, just want you to center your body in the reality of the presence of God. If you can, I want to invite you to put your phone away. Open your hands as a sign of humility and receiving and just take a few deep breaths. May this prayer start our week in a posture of honesty, hope, and trust in God. Father, where there is disappointment, would you bring trust? Where there is despair, would you offer peace? You are a God who sympathizes with our weakness, our disappointment, our anger, our frustration at the circumstances of our life and world. As we give time and space to our disappointment this week, we pray that you would meet us. And as we acknowledge our feelings with your breath, your wind, your spirit rush into our lives. And so we breathe in your peace and breathe out trust. Amen.